As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. We've come now to the closing verses of Acts chapter number 4. Uh, this amazing chapter filled with the power of God. And of course, I'll remind you that it all revolves around the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. How does the chapter end? Uh, this, is, this is so important. The chapter ends exactly as all of this began. It ends in prayer. You see, prayer is not something you do and then walk away from. It is something you continue. It is something you press into. I'm convinced that far too often in my own Christian experience, I have stopped praying just before the blessing. You ever wonder how many times you've ceased praying just on the brink of the breakthrough? We're to keep on praying. And so Acts chapter 4 verse 31 says, And when they had prayed. Now remember, remember they've already seen tremendous answers to prayer. They've just experienced one of the greatest victories you could possibly imagine and deliverance. And yet that's the very moment, what do they do? They pray. This is an expression that is, is found actually in two other places, in Acts chapter 6 and in Acts chapter number 13. And each progressively shows more and more people praying and more and more impact growing out of prayer. It's the way it's supposed to be. Not if we pray, when we pray. The more we touch heaven in prayer, the more heaven touches earth in power. So, friends, we must get back to praying. And the Bible says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken, where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. So they've been praising his name, and now they are praying in his name. And we begin to see all the amazing things, the power of God that grows out of prayer. You see, the power is not in our praying. I mean by that in our words or in our ability to communicate with God. That's not it at all. The power is in the one that we're praying to, the one who answers prayer. Uh, many uh, truthfully pray more intensely to a God who doesn't even exist than true believers pray to a God who hears and answers. <laughs> so, uh, it's not the intensity of our prayers that brings the power. Rather, it is that we believe God for what only God can do. We get in touch with the Godhead, uh, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Then we see the power of God demonstrated. Remember, the first meeting of this church back in Acts chapter number 1 was a prayer meeting, and now it is the continual practice of the church. At every turn, they're praying, they're seeking God. Uh, do you remember when Luke finished his gospel record in Luke chapter number 24, he ended his first book with a picture of them praying. Now, when we come to his second book, the book of Acts, what do we find? The, the story of praying people, that their prayers continued and increased, and as they increased, the power of God, even in the midst of persecution, is increasing all along. You see, the more you pray, the more you give God an opportunity to accomplish in and through you what God wants to accomplish. Uh, you remember that I said to you back in Acts chapter number 1 that there's a power we can't have. Uh, that's the power that belongs to God only, remember? 
But there is a power that we must have. We must desperately have that power, and that is the power that grows through prayer. So let's take these closing verses, and let me show you what happens when God's people pray in the name of the Lord Jesus and keep on praying. First of all, God begins to move. The first thing it says is the place was shaken. Uh, Literally, an earthquake, uh, a stirring, a shaking. Interesting, isn't it, that as God is establishing some things and bringing tremendous stability, he's shaking other things. That's always the Lord's way. He grounds us, and he also changes what he needs to change. So God begins to move. Then the people are filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, once you get open, God can fill you. The Bible says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And I want to just say to every person listening to me today, God's desire and design for you is that you be a Spirit-filled believer. This is not just for the preachers. This is for all of God's people. Then in verse 31, the believers begin to speak with boldness. That's an evidence of Holy Spirit fullness. The evidence of being filled with the Holy Ghost is not some uh, nonsensical thing, uh, some uh, spectacular thing. It's the most simple and personal thing. They open their mouth and they share God's word. They begin to speak the gospel to other people. And then when they prayed, not only does God begin to move and the people are filled with the Spirit and begin to speak with boldness, but more and more people begin to come to Christ. Verse 32 continues, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that all of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. So now there's a multitude of people with this one heart, a multitude of people with one soul. Remember, they've seen 5,000 people saved. We're moving now from addition to multiplication. We'll talk more about that in this study a little later. And notice also that in this same verse, the Lord begins to bring greater unity among his people. That's one of the great benefits of prayer. Uh, Discord and division has to be laid aside. That holds back the power of God, and we're brought to God's great oneness in prayer. Then in verse 32, the love of God goes into action. They, They start ministering to the needs of one another. That's a mark of real revival, an overwhelming sense of the love of God in action. Then in verse 33, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. God enabled them to continue to press on. I've marked in my Bible great power and great grace. Can you think of anything we need more right now than great power and great grace? Oh, Lord, grant that so we can continue witnessing and laboring and pressing forward. How does that happen? Through prayer. The church advances on its knees. Also, you see here uh, that God gives ever-increasing grace. See, when the power of God flows through you, the grace of God has to be upon you. You want God's grace today? And be a praying Christian. Let the Lord work in and through your life. Get in on what God is doing. And then in verse 34 and verse 35, every need is met. The Bible says, Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. The needs are met when people start praying. They're met in many ways. On one end, God miraculously provides in ways you can't explain. You can't see. You can't put pencil to paper. It's just the Lord. Uh, Many times, God answers by causing those who are doing the praying to become the answer to prayer. As we pray, we get God's heart and mind, and God prompts us and leads us and shows us the part we're supposed to take in this. 
But the point is this. When you pray, you have God's presence. And when you have God's presence, you always have his abundant supply. And then the last two verses, we'll come back to them again. But verse 36 and 37 says, And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. One of the things that happens when people really begin to pray is that a spirit of giving prevails. You don't have to pump and pry and plead. You don't have to beg. I know people give out of the abundance of God's grace in them. They give cheerfully, gladly, willingly. Why? Because they are in God's presence. Friend, I'm going to tell you, this is what we desperately need. People say, we need God's power. Well, if we need God's power, then we need God's people praying. By the grace of God, I hope today you will make a point to spend some time praying in the mighty name of Jesus and believing that God will hear and answer your prayer. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.